I was so glad to get this today. Mr. Doe, I'm glad you didn't give up. I'm not sure if I'd call what you found out good news, but I'm glad you're feeling better. I don't think I've ever heard you sound so happy. I still haven't figured out anything more from the odd email I got, but this afternoon I actually saw a sticker down by South Street claiming that Orion is real. Has anyone else seen any of these? I'll post a pic online later. I think this might be bigger than Mr. Doe. Are other people working for Orion? If anyone knows anything, let me know. Anyway, I'm so glad you're back, Mr. Doe. Here's what he uploaded this afternoon. If you're just joining us, I don't know what to say except start from the beginning. This isn't your typical podcast. My name is Lily McHale. I was volunteering in the psych unit at Jefferson when I met a patient there named Mr. Doe, which isn't his real name because he doesn't remember it. I can't say I really understand what's going on, but I wanted to help. He was kind and smart and seemed like he wasn't getting the help he needed, and I thought someone out there might be able to help him. I set this up so he can connect with the world. His recordings automatically upload to my Dropbox, and then I add music and make it sound like a real podcast. And while I'm really excited, the point is that he needs help. His memory is messed up, and someone out there knows him. If you know anything that could help, please email me at lilymikhail at gmail.com. I knew it! I fucking knew it! Nick Queen. What bullshit. They almost had me. I was so close. I can't believe I was about to throw it all away. But I couldn't do it, you know? I mean, I, I couldn't get myself to just embrace Nick Queen and his boring existence. So I, I went to your website, orionisreal.com. I wanted to listen to the recordings, all of them, myself. I mean, you know, what better way is there to determine if you're crazy than to hear it for yourself, right? You know, it took some time, but that's what I did. First, I didn't even think it was right. I mean, what Lily's done with the music and all that stuff, it, I mean, it sounds like a movie, but anyway, it was cool. I, I listened to it, and I'll admit there's some parts that sound like I'm kind of losing my mind, but you know, I'm under a lot of stress. I don't know what's going on. Anyway, it's not important. What's important is that, you know, I made it through. It took me days to get through all of the sessions, as you call them, but I read everything that was there also. The articles on the site and different comments people had made and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, crazy or not, it feels good. So I I'm going with not crazy, okay? The point is, and, and in part, it's thanks to you. I'm not ready to just settle into some pathetic little life because it's convenient. Even if my wife is some bullshit delusion, I, I, 
I'd rather still keep her memories than risk giving up on her. None of it made sense. It still doesn't make sense, but that apartment and all... I don't know, at least there's more to the story now. So, I went through all this, and, and a couple days went by, and I kept processing things, and I mean, it took me longer than I thought, but eventually, I wasn't willing to give up on everything that I thought, you know, just being a queen, so I went back to Nick Queen's apartment. Now, I knew the Eidolon would be watching. Now, I don't know if they saw me go to Alex's apartment, but it was sloppy, you know, lazy of me to let my guard down like that. To think that there wasn't some angle they're working, you know, that maybe this is all just part of their plan to get me to think that I'm losing my mind and I'm just some boring little cubicle guy. So I, I made it back to the apartment and I looked all around, searching high and low, and yeah, it's mine. Yeah, I'm comfortable with that now, but the shitty life it implied, that's a whole other story. This time I wasn't going to be sucker punched and caught off guard. You know, I went back, this time searching the place high and low, but without the soul-crushing identity crisis. I didn't know what I was looking for, really, but... I mean, I guess anything. A missing trace of my wife, or a, a clue that the whole thing was bullshit, a hidden video camera, or a microphone, or something. I mean, anything out of the ordinary for the Mr. Queen nightmare that would make it sort of fall apart. You know, something that could have proven that the Eidolon was behind it all. What I learned is that Nick Queen's just as boring as I thought he was the first time. He must eat out a lot, because there's nothing in the refrigerator except some ketchup packets. He wears cheap clothes except for one really nice suit, which I'm willing to bet gets worn to the Rolex store, even though I didn't find any Rolex watches. He doesn't have much stuff, and clearly doesn't care about showcasing anything with any type of personality, from his clothes to his furniture to even a simple photograph that I couldn't find. And I say he, because I'm pretty sure he doesn't actually exist. Here, let me explain. I, I was about to give up. I hadn't really found anything except just boring vanilla everywhere. I was a little exhausted by kind of flip-flopping all day between doubt and hope when I found the mail key. Now, the mailboxes are on the ground floor, and other than a stack of outdated junk mail addressed to resident, there was nothing. Which seemed odd if he is me. I mean... Where's the mail from the last two months? But what was more interesting is that there was another key on the ring. Now when I grabbed it, I actually just thought it was a duplicate, but I noticed it was a little different at about the same time I saw the staircase down to the basement. The apartments have storage areas. It wasn't marked, but I knew. I, I remembered that they were down there. The basement was definitely part of my memory, which meant there must be a reason that I had been down there before. My storage unit was totally empty. There was no sign of anything there. However, the back of the room is where all the janitorial supplies are kept. The floor is, you know, just dark and dingy and dirty. And the walls are exposed brick on the one side. But there was one brick right at the floor that caught my eye. It had been scratched on the surface. As soon as I saw it, I knew. 13-6. I counted up 13 bricks, and to the right, 6 bricks. That brick was loose. It was 
fit in there pretty tight, but I kept jiggling it until it came free. And behind it was an opening. And when I reached in, there was a small locked box inside. It looked like a small safety deposit box. And it had a combination lock built right into it. The combination, 29916. Remember? 13-6-29-9-16. I must have just remembered it all as one. And sure enough, the box popped right open. I don't know what I expected to be in the box. I mean, by now, my mind was kind of running away with things. Like jewels, gold, a, a thumb drive with government secrets, or maybe a lost journal detailing the location of the Holy Grail. <laughs> in truth... It was actually just as cliche. I, I was looking into a box that had $5,000, six passports, and a small handgun. I don't know guns very well, so don't ask me what kind it is. It's all black, has a handle, and was designed to kill people. That kind of gun. The money was just a simple stack of $100 bills, and between the gun and the cash, it was already puzzling enough. But then there were the passports. All six were mine. Or my picture, at least. One had a beard, one had glasses, which I don't need, but all were definitely me. Six passports, six different names, six addresses, six entirely unique lives. There's Alfred Banner, Charles Kent, Albert Wayne, Isaac Stark, Max Allen, and Nick Queen. Now, Nick Queen lives in apartment 3B on South 3rd Street in Philadelphia, which is exactly where I was. All the names seemed a little familiar to me, and the passport numbers were definitely familiar. But they don't make any sense. I mean, who has aliases like this? What would you think? Am I some super spy? Am I Jason Bourne? I met up with Alex that evening, and I told her what I found. I actually thought she'd be more freaked out. I mean, despite it being crazy scary to realize I'm someone who keeps passports, cash, and a gun hidden in the basement of their apartment building, apparently it must have been less scary than thinking I was actually that boring as Nick Queen. And with all the meds that we found, you don't have to say it. Alright, more than likely, this lockbox is just another extension of some massive paranoid delusion that I have, but you've got to be resourceful to at least get six passports. I mean, more resourceful than I feel, certainly more resourceful than some crazy person. So that evening, I asked Alex to hit me. We were standing next to each other in her apartment, and I asked her to hit me. Of course, she was reluctant, and she argued against it, but then out of nowhere, she swung and slapped me across the face. Well, I mean... I guess not out of nowhere, since I had just been pleading with her to hit me. But I shook it off, you know? I mean, I wasn't ready. So I asked her to do it again. I told her to try to hit me three times right in a row, and that she could even kick if she wanted to. I think she called me an idiot, but I wouldn't drop it. I mean, how else do you test to see if you have latent super fighting skills like Jason Bourne? And so she finally did. And man. I apparently have been watching way too many movies. I am an idiot. I was a clumsy buffoon trying to block her slaps and a kick to my thigh. 
To be fair, I think Alex has taken some kickboxing classes or something that she hasn't told me about, but it was actually kind of funny. We laughed. It was stupid. So I'm not sure who I am, but I'm definitely not Jason Bourne. Which, of course, leaves the question, the continual question, of who the fuck am I? Why do I need all these different passports? Which one is the real me? I mean, it can't be Nick Queen. There's no way. What's really odd, again, with the context of this stupid movie drunken brain that I have, is that they're all American passports. No foreign identities. I mean, isn't that half the point of having different passports? Jet-setting the world from country to country and sneaking through immigration with different identities? I racked my brain for clues. Some kind of answer, but... I'd love to hear what you think. Well, what do you think? Who needs six passports and isn't a spy? Go on. I'll give you time to think it over. Because I only came up with one real answer. Exactly. A criminal. I mean, other than spies or criminals, who needs an alias? Sorry, let me rephrase that. Who needs five aliases? No one. So which is worse? Finding out your life is so incredibly mundane or that you're some kind of master criminal with multiple aliases avoiding the authorities? But what crimes? You know, what am I good at? Do I steal Rolexes? No, it doesn't make any sense. I was buying Rolexes, but I didn't pay. Maybe it's some kind of con or identity theft or something? that still doesn't explain why I would take one apart and have seen the little bee and the arrow on the inside. I don't know. Part of it that worried me was, where does my wife's murder fit in? I mean, if I'm a criminal, maybe that makes sense. Maybe this is why I feel some kind of guilt. I put her at risk because of my criminal activity, whatever it was. Does whatever I do have to do with the suits and Aurea and Orion? I think Alex has the right idea. I, I hate to admit it, but I think it's time for me to see a doctor. One I pick that isn't paid off by the Eidolon to mess with my reality. But where do I even start with them? I mean, if I tell them I lost my memory, I can't remember my name, I swear a dubious clandestine organization murdered my wife and then ran into a coworker in my apartment which showed no sign that I even have a wife, I can only assume that their needle's gonna point to Looney. That's only mentioning half of it. But I have to. I mean, how do I get answers when I don't know what's real? The other thing Alex is pushing, and I agree with her on this too, is to focus on people. We need to focus on people that could help me. Anyone that's connected to my old life or that has known me or recognizes me. I mentioned the bank teller. She's been compromised now, so that's no use. Forget the guys at the office. Colin and Ken. I don't trust them. They've got Eidolon written all over them. I didn't mention Jillian to Alex, which might have been silly, but it didn't seem like the right time. And when I asked her about Will from the Obad meeting, the one that gave me the word, Aria, she didn't even know who I was talking about. It was weird. I mean, he seemed like a regular at the meetings. That must be how we know each other. Alex didn't know him at all, 
We went back and forth. I was describing him, and she couldn't remember anyone like that even being at the meeting. Which, of course, didn't make sense. There really weren't that many people there. Alright, who am I kidding? There were exactly 27 people there. I wouldn't forget. And I asked her how often she went to these types of meetings, and she said she had been going pretty often. I asked her if she had remembered me from a previous meeting, and she said that she thought she had remembered seeing me before. Anyway, I let it drop. The next step, the next person, was obvious. 5377422. The other file in the active folder online, like how I found Alex. There's a ton of information on her in there. She's a little older than Alex, but also local to Philadelphia. There's web history for all kinds of spiritual sites. She's clearly searching for Orion or something like it. Something beyond her ordinary life. She's been to the site. The Orion is real site, the site you showed me. It looks like she was going for her PhD in European history, but her mother passed away last year and she's kind of been all over the place since. Dropped out of the program, doing tons of yoga and meditation. It even shows that she had some Reiki sessions and some acupuncture. Man, I mean, how they got this information, I don't know. Similar to Alex in some ways, they were both restless and spent a lot of time investigating spirituality absent of formal religion. The difference is that Alex was more into the druid stuff versus, you know, mainstream yoga. Jessica, the name of the girl in the file, works at the florist shop near Rittenhouse Square. It looks like she gets off around 4 p.m. every day, so the plan we came up with is to bump into her right before she gets off and see if she'll grab a coffee with me. Sounds simple enough, right? Yeah. yeah. We debated if it should be me or Alex to go, but I wanted to hear it firsthand, and Alex has to work, so I guess that's how we landed on the plan. I hope she's got some answers. I mean, maybe she recognizes me. Maybe she knew my wife. I still check in with some of the precincts, but there's nothing. Nothing ever appears in the news or any of the police reports. It doesn't make any sense because someone knows something. I mean, she didn't just disappear. I suppose Jessica could have been involved. Maybe she knows what happened. There's nothing in 5377422, the file. How do I believe what she tells me anyway? Shit, how do I believe anything? This is my problem. I mean, one minute I'm a cubicle monkey and the next I think I'm James Bond. Damn it. I wish I could just get a straight answer. I mean, how do I get past this? I just keep pushing, right? I just keep pushing through. As long as there's hope, right? And hope isn't lost. You guys showed me that on the website. So I'll let you know how it goes with 5377422. We'll talk then. That's all he recorded. I never know when he's going to record again, but I set it up so you can subscribe to get it whenever he does. In the meantime, I want to help get the word out for Mr. Doe as much as possible, so I'm on all the normal social media channels. 
please help us spread the word on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram with the hashtag Unerasable. He's got friends and family out there somewhere. And with all of us working together, we've got to be able to help him. Also, I'm actually spending a lot of time matching the music and doing these little intros and stuff, so I'd love to hear what you think. If you feel inspired to write a review, that'd be really great. It may not exactly help Mr. Doe, but it'll keep me inspired. I'm trying my best to make it sound like a real podcast and keep everybody interested. And as always, if you know anything that might help, email me at lilymikhail at gmail.com. Or you can go to the website now too at unerasable.com. Thanks, and see you next time.